The 500-pound gorilla of elementary school graphic novels is out this week. The story of Wonder Woman, three Spider-Man books, Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, and three great graphic novels for those kids in middle school and up. That's this week on the podcast. Hey, hey, and welcome to Daddy Mojo. It's the podcast where we'll talk about parenting, all-age comic books, toys, and more. Now, here's your host, Trey Burley. This is Trey with Daddy Mojo. Thank you for checking out the podcast this week. It's the new all-age comic books for the week of August 14th, 2019. This week is really fabulous uh, for a number of reasons. A... It's the dog days of summer, and there are also some really groovy books this week for middle school kids and up, because sometimes middle school kids are the toughest kids to buy for when it comes to comic books, because they want to be, they want to read and be older than they are, but as parents or educators or even as responsible adults, <laughs> we want to keep them kind of in check and age appropriate, and there are three really cool graphic novels we're going to take a look at in a minute. That'll do just that. For now, though, let's start off with these. We're going to start young and just go older. And this one is going to be great for old school moms and dads, as well as kids who are in pre-K through elementary. Let's go to Fraggletown. Fraggle Rock. Um, this is Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock. Where is it? Where is it? And the art is by Art Baltazar. Um, and if you've seen any like any all-age comic books, you know Art's style. It's very distinctive. Um, it's from the Aw Yeah line of comic books. Uh, basically, name any superhero in the DCU, and he has covered it art-wise. And this time, Art is taking on the Fraggles. And the Fraggles are great, because Jim Henson... Man, that cat was ahead of his time. And hey, here's a little kind of a side note. If you're ever in Atlanta... You need to check out the Center for Puppetry Arts. There's a huge section in there that's devoted to Jim Henson and all of his work, and there are even some original Fraggle Rock puppets in there. It's beautiful stuff, and if you're ever in Atlanta, um, it's it's worth checking out because it's one of the the four top family go-to attractions in Atlanta. That's a side note for Jim Henson's Fraggle Rock. Where is it? This is an original book. I'll call it a short graphic novel, and it retails for just under $10. You can find it at bookstores or at your local comic book store. Next up is the 500-pound gorilla. Uh, speak to any kid in elementary school. Say, what do you like to read? And they will mention this author. First and foremost, most likely, Dave Pilkey. Uh, Dave Pilkey, creator of Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants has since retired. He hung up the tidy whities and that was a sad day. However, if you have Netflix, that show on Netflix really captures the spirits of, uh, <laughs> captures the spirits. That sounds like something that's in his tidy whities that I don't want to capture. Um, it captures the spirit of the books, and the books are madcap funny. If you don't like fart jokes, parents, it's not for you. However, kids, you love fart jokes, so that's why you love Captain Underpants. And this extension of that is Dogman. Dogman for Whom the Ball Rolls. I think this is the sixth book in the Dogman series. Um, who likes these series of books? Any kid in elementary school. Mainly boys, but not by much. I'll even call it like a 60-40 a split between boys and girls that like this. But it's a great gateway reading book. Case in point, our seven-year-old. 
he hasn't really been bitten by the reading bug yet. And that's kind of a bummer, because we have a lot of books, and I'm his dad. However, his nine-year-old brother loves all things Dogman. So because of that, the seven-year-old is kind of starting to get into Dogman. The seven-year-old never really liked Captain Underpants, I think because the brother liked it. It's one of those weird sibling situations. You kids with brothers or sisters know what I'm talking about. But parents, this book is going to be great because it gets kids wanting to read. Um, this is one of those things that we could give to our reluctant reader seven-year-old, and he would say, you know what? I'm going to read it, but I'm not going to read it around you because I don't want you to think that I'm reading or that I'm doing what you want me to do. Dogman for Whom the Ball Rolls retails for just under 13 bucks, and it's in stores now. And if you go to Target, or wherever you get it, we get some of our books from Target. Um, it's funny because there'll be a whole end cap of all things Dogman tomorrow, or whenever the book is released, wherever you go to your local Target. It's going to be Dogman for Whom the Ball Rolls, and every Dogman book that's been released, plus the Captain Underpants, for those that missed the party on that one. Great series, and it's the seventh book. The seventh book in the Dogman series. Stand corrected. This is one of the best all-age comic books out there. Um, and it's ending in three issues. So, But jump in now, because it really is a fabulously weird, wonderful all-age comic book. It's Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. It's from Marvel Comics. Uh, retails for just under 4 bucks, three ninety nine. It's weird. It's heroic. And it's great for upper elementary through high school. And this is one of those things, if you check out the rating systems, it's got three levels. Upper elementary, middle, and high. And how can a comic book skew so young and so high, relatively speaking? That speaks to the wit and, I guess, the, the, the creativity of the stories that Unbeatable Squirrel Girl does. Because it's... It's okay for those upper elementary school kids, those nine-year-old kids who want something cool and kind of left of center to read. This is that book, but it's also weird enough to where it has that Adventure Time vibe where older kids, like those kids in high school who are trying to be cool and not read, they're going to read it and they're going to love it. And this is the final Squirrel Girl story arc, and this is the start of it. So you can jump in on the last car of the train for these three issues and see a complete story arc from Squirrel Girl. And I know you'll love it, which will then say, let's order some of these online or check out our library to see what they have. And uh, it's fabulous. It really is. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, 50, uh, uh, issue 47. Issue 47 out this week. And, and if you say to yourself, well, that sounds great, Daddy Mojo, but where is my local comic book store? It's really close. Probably within 15 miles of you, just go to Comic Book Store Locator and punch in your zip code. And boom, boom, boom. You'll see one pretty close to you. Odds are. Uh, Spider-Man. Wow. Spider-Man is the hero, the superhero, that elementary school kids dig. And the more I look at his comic books, the more I'm like, you know what? This is really cool for the vast majority. These books, these, these Spider-Man comic books, they're really cool for upper elementary school kids. Some of the action and some of the scenes might be a little too much, but let's take a look at three of them right now. Amazing Spider-Man. This is issue 27. This is one of the, I guess, the tentpole Spider-Man series. This is, uh, this is Peter Parker, so it's, I'll call it classic Spider-Man. Um, and this one is great for those older kids. I'll say middle school and up. Some 
upper elementary school kids will be cool with it. Some will not. So parents, use your judgment. And this is also one of those comic books that skews all the way through high school because it's so cool. It's got that independent vibe, even though it's through one of the biggest publishers on the planet, Marvel Comics. Um, it's really great. Mar Amazing Spider-Man 27. This is the end of a, a story arc, but it's beautiful stuff. Now this series, starring Spider-Man, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, takes a look at Spider-Man as a neighbor. Because he is a neighbor. I mean, he's just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> so there's a little less action, a little less Spider-Man action, but there's still enough action to where it's like, you know what, this qualifies as a really good, different Spider-Man book. So this one's going to be a little more appropriate for those upper elementary school kids all the way through, again, high school. Now, if you're looking for a younger book that's going to be pre-K through lower elementary, uh, I'll say all the way through elementary school, check out this one. This is one of those pull the tab and something comes out of the book. Uh, kind of like, not 3D elements, but like, you know, you, you pull the tab and Spidey slings a web, or you pull a tab and and Dr. Ock, Doc Ock pulls a, a tentacle out of something or whatnot. <laughs> Bad metaphor, but the book is good. Uh, this is Marvel Spider-Man Steals the Show. So it's more of a, an interactive book. For those younger kids, the reading level is such that those elementary school kids probably won't be able to read all of it. They'll read some sight words, but it's not going to be something they can read all the way through. It's the interactive 3D elements that make it skew much younger. That and the art, because the art is a little more rounded. It's a little less realistic. Great stuff. It's Spidey. Uh, Spidey. We're on a first-name basis now. Uh, Spider-Man steals the show. I think you'll like it if you're in elementary uh, and up. So let's start to skew just a little bit older. And uh, not that much older. Uh, this is What is the Story of Wonder Woman? We love these books. You've seen these books uh, somewhere, most likely. What is the story or who was or who is? Those books, man, they are great because they're educational. And they, they punch home non-fiction stories. And if you're, if you're speaking with book publishers from an academic perspective, you'd say that's kind of the one missing link that a lot of kids don't want to read nonfiction for one reason or the other. So we try to get our kids clued into nonfiction whenever they can. And this is one way to do it through the who is or the what is or the who was series. This is what is the story of Wonder Woman. It takes a look at Wonder Woman in the DCU and, and how she kind of was the, the World War II fighter even before that, the Amazonian princess, and again, her creation. So it's fun stuff. And they're going to have some of these stories for all of the DC superheroes. This is just the first one out of the gate. What is the story of Wonder Woman? And it's a lovely book that retails for a little bit more than I, than, than I thought it would. It retails for under $16. Because normally those who is, what is, what was series of books are really affordable. So I'm thinking this is going to come out in hardback first. And then go softback. So check it out. If you're a Wonder Woman fiend, buy it now. If not, uh, just cool your jet until January. It'll be in softback. Now this series, here we enter the three books that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. That really are great for middle school and up. All the way through high school and even adult readers. And it, that's, that's a rare trifecta to be 
cool enough and entertaining enough for adults to say this is fabulous stuff. Here's the first one. Science Comics. Cats. Uh, this is from Andy Hirsch. Andy Hirsch has done a couple of these science comics books. Uh, they're from First Second. First Second Books, great publisher. One of the publishers that, you know, you can kind of go by name recognition and say, okay, if it's from First Second, it's got to be good. That sounds like a food reference, but in this case, we're talking books. Uh, and this is Science Comics Cats, Nature and Nurture. This is great, I mean, according to the publishers, 9 through 13. And that's probably spot on, because our 9-year-old has had a handful of the science comics for a couple of years, like trees, volcanoes, dinosaurs, uh, dogs, a couple of the others one. I love them. As an educator, I love them. And he, our nine-year-old, is just now getting into them. So it makes me very happy, because if you're a kid who's nine to three and you want to get a good non-fiction look at how cats evolved, who they are, what they did, and how they fit into the, I guess, the the genealogy of, of animals nowadays. It's great stuff, and it's neat because it really straddles the line between educational and entertaining so much that you don't know if you're being educated or entertained on each page. It's great stuff. Retails for just under 13 bucks. Uh, science Comics Cats. Check it out. This one's a little more serious. Uh, this author, though, Sam Glansman, author-illustrator, man, he has done some great stuff. Uh, we were fortunate enough to meet him at Heroes Con in Charlotte uh, this past year. Um, if you get the chance to go to Heroes Con in the future, it's in Charlotte every year in June. It is really, it's a, it's a deep dive into comics and their creators, and this cat was really, really pleasant to speak to when I chatted with him. Um, this is about Dunkirk. Um, and Dunkirk was a, a pivotal battle that I should know more about uh, from World War II. It was almost exclusively British. But I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially it's when the English citizens kind of rose up and said, we're taking our ships to go save our heroes out at sea kind of thing. I'm really paraphrasing because my knowledge on this battle is limited. That's why I want to read this, uh, because it's all about Dunkirk. So it's going to skew old. I'll say middle school and up, because it's a, it's for those kids who, who have some knowledge of world history, a little bit on world politics, and who can handle kind of real stories. The violence is not going to be gratuitous. It's not going to be too much. But it's not going to be for elementary school kids. Check it out. It's Dunkirk. From the pages of Combat. Uh, great retail price, too. Retail is just under $10. This is a graphic novel that you wouldn't think is going to be entertaining. But it probably is. F again, for those kids in middle school and up who are very STEM-oriented. Maybe they're curious about science. And they say, what the heck is this? This is Marie Curie, uh, A Life of Discovery. Marie Curie, of course, solved... Wow, what did she solve? Is it polio? I forget. No, that's right. She discovered radium and polonium, and a couple other, uh, a couple other things on my periodic table that I forgot. <laughs> and and I, I believe this is where I need to read it and say, you know what? She's she was a genius and way ahead of her time. That's why I need to go back to high school. My fourteen year old self says. Uh, Marie Curie. It's a new graphic novel. Retails for under fifteen dollars. And if you like STEM, 
if you like science, if you like empowering stories, especially kind of a, a girl empowerment kind of riot girl kind of go get them before their time thing, or if you just dig science, this is going to be your jam. It's Marie Curie, A Life of Discovery. It's from Graphic Universe. And what are you reading this week? If you would, just uh, share it with us at DaddyMojo on Twitter, but also DaddyMojo.net on Facebook. Yeah, we popped back on Facebook for a little bit. Or you can leave it in the comments to the podcast and share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for listening to Daddy Mojo. Be sure to tune in next time. For more information on any of the things we talked about today, just check out the website, daddymojo.net, or hit us up at Daddy Mojo on social media.